So here's the question. How do independent adjusters like us, who can't hide behind corporate logos, processes, and profit, who are spending our own money and reputation, how do we work in a way that lets us get work, assignments, deployments, and more income? Without wasting time or money in this world of insurance while standing out in the crowd. That is the question, and this podcast will help guide you to the answers. My name is Chris Stanley, and this is the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Join myself and other independents on the path to non-corporate success in the insurance industry. We are IAs. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast. This is episode 41. And yes, this is your host, your guide, Chris Stanley. And today, I really want to talk to you about a topic that I believe can help you as a claims adjuster. I want to talk to you about the number one way for you to improve your estimate writing as an independent claims adjuster. Many times in our business, we are kind of left in the dark on whether people like us or don't, whether we're doing a good job or a bad job. We think no news is good news, and rarely do we hear anything. So it's really hard to improve your craft, to improve your estimate writing ability. But I want to kind of pull back the way that uh, I explained it to my students as they brought up the question, how do I get better? Um, A really proven way to do that, and you may think, duh, Chris, but... This is pretty important, and and really, even to us veteran adjusters, this is something that we should look at and take seriously. Uh, But before I get into that, i got to let you know about how awesome Livegenic is. If you have not seen Livegenic in action, you are missing out. This is a real-time video collaboration for insurance in English. You can take video and photos at the same time while you're inspecting a vehicle, inspecting a home, uh, documenting damages, and someone else can see that instantaneously as you're seeing it. So just like sharing your screen with somebody, you are sharing the screen of your phone if you want. So it's really cool. I use it as a training tool. I use it in claims that I myself handle. I use it in, in remote writing in certain cases. It's amazing, an amazing management tool in and of itself, but the technology is far beyond that. If you want to know more, go to iPath dot com slash Livegenic and check it out for free. So what is the number one way to improve our writing as an independent claims adjuster? This is for me too. This is genuine from the heart. Uh, Last week I was having a discussion with a fellow adjuster and student of the IA path and he was expressing his shock and surprise at how many items he had missed on his initial auto estimate. He felt like maybe he was a fraud because he wasn't doing a good enough job as an adjuster. And when he uh, received his first round of supplements, um, he just it crushed him. It crushed him. So maybe you remember a time where that happened to you. And, um, and I know what's happened to me multiple times in my career when I just felt like, man, I can't believe I messed, missed that. I can't believe I m- messed it up. I can't believe... The things I forgot, but that's that's part of the growing, right? Or is it? So 
Really, we all feel at some point that we're an imposter, and we always are afraid that at some point we're going to be exposed, that really we're not as good as what we think we are or we portray we are, and we're going to be exposed at some point for the fraud that we are. It, but, you know, even the most successful business uh, men and entrepreneurs and high-achieving individuals in all areas of life feel this, and it's called the imposter syndrome. Because we all know each of our flaws, inabilities, and questions that we have going on in our head, but most people don't see them. But we believe that if everyone else knew what we thought, they'd call us out for the fraud that we are. So that's what the imposter syndrome really is. But the truth is, as an independent claims adjuster, it can be difficult to measure how you are with your writing. We upload a claim. We submit an invoice and no one yells at us and we think we're okay. Um, but the question needs to be asked, how do I continue to get better at my job? How do I use feedback as a way to improve my job? So my suggestion to my fellow adjuster and student and to you as the listener is to learn from your mistakes and your supplements. So mistakes are obvious. That's an account manager or a dispatcher or an auditor calling you saying, you miss this, you miss this, you got to add this. What are you doing? But your supplements are a little less subtle. Um, they come in, you miss these items, we need this additional as it was torn down, and we just kind of add it to the supplement, confirm it, and move on. But if we really look at it, I bet if you grab your last 10 supplements, especially if it's all the same type of damage, front-end collision, you're going to notice some consistencies, some things that the shop asks for over and over and over. So I want to release you right now as we're talking about this. I'm going to release you from having to write a perfect estimate. It will not happen. I know there are people who write amazing estimates the first time, and they are body shop quality estimates. But I, I promise you, if you've never been an independent adjuster, exec, especially a high-volume, full-time independent adjuster, the, the time restraints and limitations on what we have to face. It is a completely different world from when I got to work in a shop um, and work with the paintless debt repair technicians in a shop and really take the time to dissect a car. It's totally different world. It's night and day. You can't compare the two. So don't look at the body shop people as, oh, they're nitpicking for everything. And I would ask that if you're a body shop person or from a body shop background, that you don't nitpick an independent adjuster saying, I can't believe you missed that clip or that bracket. It's two totally different worlds, two totally different end results, really. Um, we can't spend hours on a car. You can't. For what is your profit on a claim? 30, 40 bucks. So if you value your time at all, that's that's an hour to two hours at all. Um, so, uh, so, you know, really it's just two different worlds and you kind of got to understand that, but it's going to happen that you miss the clips, you miss operations and possibly you miss hidden damage. Maybe you miss something you shouldn't have missed and that's a mistake and that's okay, but learn from your supplements, see the things that you're consistently missing and start including those if it makes sense on your estimates. But at the same time, you could be released from that perfect estimate. Don't feel like it releases you from improving. You need to improve. So I know we're kind of jumped into this, but what is a supplement? Um, a supplement, uh, if you don't really know, if, you, if you're listening to this, you probably have an idea. But a supplement is when a shop submits additional damages or supplemental damages to the original estimate. So maybe you wrote to replace the bumper cover, but you missed the brackets that hold the bumper cover on there and they're bent. They're going to submit 
a supplement, additional items for you to add to that estimate. And that's what a supplement is at, at its core. Um, but, and that gets submitted to the insurance company, gets assigned to you, and you write off of that. But you get to see what you missed. I mean, you get to see what you didn't notice. And you can start to really learn from these. So by reviewing these supplements you receive, as they come in from repairs, you're going to get a great insi- insight, like I said, to what you're consistently missing. And if you see those same items over and over, start adding them to your own estimates when they're appropriate. And as I said, we're on a real time crunch as independent adjusters. We have less than 30 minutes with the vehicle. But the, that repair has huge insights, spends hours, days, and sometimes weeks with the vehicle. Take what they got to learn about the damage, all that time they got to spend with the vehicle, and use their supplement as the cliff notes to the vehicle damage. This is the secret to improving your estimate writing. And I'm not the best writer out there, I promise you. But I do try to learn from my supplements and from my mistakes, my revisions, all those different things that come up. But caring to improve and then improving is the only two ways to get an advantage in this industry. Everybody who writes ends up looking, smelling the same way. It's all the same header of the appraisal company. The damages are in general. But if you can improve, if you can care more than everybody else, if you have better cycle time, better statuses, and your estimates are constantly getting better and you're not making the same mistakes, um, you can really be valuable. But you got to make sure in your own head that you don't believe you're God's gift to the insurance industry. Um, because I promise you, there are shops and insurance companies out there that would disagree with you thinking that you're God's gift to the insurance industry. Because you're not. But we are there to serve each and every person. And if we care and strive for improvement, we're going to be more valuable than we were the previous week. And we're going to continue to improve. And people hear humility. They see humility. And um, as frustrating as it is sometimes to miss things or be asked to do additional things like calling in total losses, whatever the case may be. We need to do that and serve them and improving by using supplements as your guide, uh, as those cliff notes, that's going to help you so much. Um, and when, you know, when I felt, when I first started, I felt intimidated when I went to a shop because of those large and multiple page supplements, like the walk of shame. Okay. I have a 10 line estimate and then they took the bumper off and the entire thing's caved in and it's a 50 line supplement now, you know? But I don't want you to feel this way. I want you to feel like the shops, even if they give you a hard time, that they're there with immense knowledge and expertise. And that if they feel like sharing with you their supplement and what they learned about the vehicle, use that to your advantage. We don't have a lot of ways to improve our craft. So learn from people like those at the shop who work with the vehicle day in and day out. Learn from your mistakes and your supplements. And I believe that's the number one way you could improve your writing as an independent claims adjuster. I hope that helps. I know it's a little bit shorter episode than what I've been doing. But I really wanted to, to give that to you in a concise manner. And guys, keep doing um, the things that is going to make you be uh, you know, truly an A-list adjuster. Do the things that are going to make you set apart. And... If you need help on that journey, go visit iapath.com. If you're looking to get into catastrophe, uh, there's a free guide uh, on iapath.com that'll help you get started as an independent adjuster. And that's not just for catastrophe. That'll help you through any process. But if you're looking to become an auto 
damage appraiser local in your area, you can also visit iPath.com. Find the crash course there, and it'll give you my nine years of experience in eight hours of video in my processes and things that I have learned, my tips, some tricks, not really, there's not really too many tricks, it's just processes and things that I've learned, insights into the industry, just like learning from your supplements. That kind of learning is there in eight hours of video, start to finish from making the decision to become an auto damage appraiser to what it looks like to process a supplement and everything in between. So you can check that out at iPath.com, find the crash course, and until next time, keep walking your path. Thanks, guys.